When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tradies News in a Nutshell. For this Thursday morning, it's the 21st of July, 2022, broadcasting right across Australia on the SCN Network. My name is Daniel Pedigree with you for the cause of the next hour and a lot to get through between uh, now and when the breakfast shows kick off in an hour's time. A lot of NRL news, a lot of AFL news. And in both codes, uh, we've got another round of NRL kicking off tonight, but in both codes, a lot of coaching news around about the respective clubs. So we'll get uh, to that, but a lot of other news is around as well. As I say, round 19 of the NRL kicking off tonight as well. Plus, a lot of reaction yesterday uh, to the Sydney Kings' suggestion to play on Christmas Day. So if you have anything more to say about that, happy to hear from you this morning. Also this morning, in about 15 minutes, going to catch up with our football expert, Jonathan Gallo. He has been, for the past month or so, doing the road to the World Cup. We've done Group A. We've done Group B. Now... Uh, We're going to start with Group C. He'll join us in about 15 minutes' time from now. And we also have a new world champion. I'll tell you about that a little later on this morning as well. So plenty to get through. Uh, As per usual, phone number the same, 1300 01 1170, 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736. And just on that, apologies to any texts I didn't get to yesterday. We had a few issues with our text line, but... I imagine it's back up and running now. Looks like it is. So uh, happy to take your texts over the course of the next hour. one 300 1170 or 0457 736 736. And for listeners outside of New South Wales and Queensland, this is my last morning with you in this stint. Jordan Canales, as he always does, will look after things on Friday. Then Maddie Cox back for listeners outside of New South Wales and Queensland next Monday. For listeners are through SCN 1170 AM, SCN Q69, 3 a.m. and SCN 1620 a.m. on the Gold Coast. I'll be back with you as per usual tomorrow morning. Let's get on with the show. It's two and a half past five. The hot topic. Thanks to Rain. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rain. Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. A lot on our plate today. There was boxing last night as well. There was football, uh, soccer last night. We'll get on to that. But let's look at what is making headlines today. Now, on the back page of basically every paper, and we'll go into this more a little later on, uh, but Eleanor Patterson, uh, she won a Commonwealth Games high jump gold medal while still at school. Uh, but the breakdown of a toxic coaching situation left her disillusioned with the sport and battling depression. But yesterday, Patterson produced a stunning career best and equaled the Australian record of 2.02 metres to win the gold medal 
at the Athletics World Championships just ahead of the Commonwealth Games, of course, kicking off next week as well. So well done to Eleanor Patterson. She is our newest world champion. We'll talk more about that, but that uh, dominates the headlines on basically every paper around the country this morning. Uh, but that's, uh, and we'll talk more about that shortly, at Commonwealth Games kicking off opening ceremony next Friday morning. Don't forget, by the way, you will hear all of the Commonwealth Games action right here around the SEN network, right around Australia. Really looking forward to that kicking off next week. Let's have a look what's making news in the world of rugby league and AFL, though. And happy to get your thoughts on all of this. Let's start with Rugby League. And Canterbury look to be closing in on the services of highly sought-after Panthers assistant coach Cameron Serraldo. So... We know they've been looking for quite some time for a coach. Trent Barrett left the Bulldogs probably about seven or eight weeks ago now, maybe even a bit longer. Mick Potter stepped in as interim coach of the Canterbury Bulldogs, and it has to be said, is doing a magnificent job. They're playing so much better football. They lost last weekend, but they're playing so much better football than they were just a couple of months ago. But they want Cameron Serraldo. So back page of the Sydney Morning Herald this morning, uh, it says, yesterday, uh, Nine Entertainment was sent a photo of Serraldo at a meeting with Bulldogs power broker Craig Lowndes, the son of a major sponsor, Arthur Lowndes, as well as Serraldo's agent, George Mimas. They met at Sydney Olympic Park for a lunch and a beer. Speculation, as I know, as we said, has been rife for the past couple of weeks that the Bulldogs are circling Serraldo and that a deal will be offered immediately or very soon. Now, Bulldogs General Manager Phil Gould and Serraldo were made aware of the photo last night. It is claimed the lunch began as a meeting between Serraldo, Mimas and his accountant uh, before Laundie joined later. Um, now, if Gould was to land Serraldo's services, it would be a significant coup for the long-suffering club. Serraldo has been in the headlines for the past six weeks after the West Tigers made him their number one target to replace the departed Michael Maguire. The Tigers offered Serraldo a five-year deal to join the club as head coach from next season, but as we know, the 37-year-old knocked back the offer. So, Bulldogs fans, Panthers fans as well. How are you feeling about this one? It seems that it's getting a little closer that Cameron Serraldo will be joining the Bulldogs as the head coach next year. Not confirmed, but uh, where there is smoke, there is fire, one feels on this one. And at some stage, uh, I think, whether it be the Bulldogs or maybe another club in a year or two, at some stage, Cameron Serraldo is probably going to have to make that leap of faith. Um, and I don't think the Bulldogs is the worst idea either. You you look at how they've been playing over the past couple of months. They've got a couple of extra signings coming in as well. Reed Marnie uh, from the Parramatta Reels. Villamani Kikau from the Penrith Panthers. He's playing very good football. Has been for many years. And then with Matt Burden, Josh Adokar. Um, they're going to have a strong team. Tavita Pangai Jr. They're going to have a strong team next year. So 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. How do you feel, Bulldogs fans, if you are to get Cameron Sorreldo? And if you were Cameron Sorreldo, put yourself in Cameron Sorreldo's shoes for just a second. Would you do it? Would you go and coach the Bulldogs next year? Would you leave the Panthers, where he's been very successful, to go and coach the Bulldogs? Uh, as for me, uh, look, it's easier said than done, but I think it's probably about time he might just have to make that leap of faith. Because as I said a couple of weeks ago, at the end of the day, at some stage, if he wants to be a head coach, he's going to have to make a call at some point. And it's very rare that 
a coach or a good team loses their coach. The only one that I can see coming up in the next couple of years is probably Craig Bellamy at the Melbourne Storm. But we don't know their succession plan, and we don't know for sure how long Craig Bellamy will stay at the Melbourne Storm. So your thoughts, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Now still on the coaching front, this is not... Uh, huge news, but Wayne Bennett's, and this is a back page of the Courier Mail today, we sort of knew uh, this was coming, um, but it has now been confirmed that Wayne Bennett's remarkable 50-year coaching career is going to come to an end under plans for Christian Wolfe to succeed the mentor at the Dolphins in 2025. Now, back page of the Courier Mail, they can reveal Wolfe is Bennett's chosen one, with the Dolphins in the advanced stages of negotiating a multi-million dollar deal for the Tonga National Coach to join the NRL's new 17th franchise next season. With the Dolphins' historic first preseason just three months away, Bennett is putting together his coaching dream team, set to include the following. Wolf signing a four- or five-year deal as his chief assistant, ending months of speculation over Bennett's right-hand man for the Dolphins' foundation year in the NRL. St. Helens coach Wolf has been to- is being told in secret talks he will serve two years as an assistant with a view to succeeding Bennett as Dolphins' head coach in 2025. The scenario would see Bennett retire as a head coach at the end of 2024, aged 74. He will then move into a consultancy role with the Dolphins. And Dean Young, a current assistant to Cowboys coach Todd Payton, has been sounded out by the Dolphins to join Bennett's team next season and become Wolf's chief deputy in 2025. No real surprise about Christian Wolf heading to the Dolphins' Wayne Bennett to go around for another couple of years and Christian Wolfe to take over in 2025. Wolfe has yet to formally ink a deal, but the Dolphins are privately confident they have got him. Just last month, we know Wolfe was approached to replace Nathan Brown at the Warriors, only to knock back the offer, fueling the belief the 46-year-old from Mount Isa is ready to return to his home state to work alongside Bennett at the Dolphins. I think, and we have said in the past, the Dolphins probably maybe haven't been given enough time to set up their club. They start pre-season in just a few months' time. Their first game is only just... The uh, first NRL proper game is only just over six months away, six, seven months away. Um, they made some good signings over the past couple of weeks, but I think this one is going to be very interesting. And at least they ha- if that is confirmed and Christian Wolfe does join Wayne Bennett, at least that's all set in stone for them. Uh, at least, you would imagine, for the next two years with Bennett... And another two or three years on top of that. I'm happy with that. And I think anyone who's going to be supporting the Dolphins, who want the Dolphins to be successful, and I think that's most of us, definitely those listening through SENQ 693 AM in Queensland, will be happy to hear that Christian Wolf looking to join uh, the Dolphins alongside Wayne Bennett. So uh, congratulations uh, to him. That will be announced, I imagine, soon. And your thoughts on that? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Coaching-wise in AFL, North Melbourne are going to step up their search and it is gathering momentum as the club's board looks to finalise the process of finding a replacement 
for ousted coach David Noble. The Kangaroos are understood to have four-time premiership coach Alistair Clarkson, who played 93 of his 134 AFL games at the club at the head of their coaching wish list. Clarkson has made no secret of the fact he wants to coach again next year. The former Hawthorne coach has already spoken to GWS after about its vacant coaching role, while North Melbourne has firmly in the fra- has him firmly in the frame for its position for 2023. Any bid to install Clarkson as senior coach would come at a hefty price tag, which could run as high as $1.6 million per season. That would take a significant amount out of any club's football department soft cap. So Alistair Clarkson still seems to be the favourite for that North Melbourne job. There has been a couple of other names mentioned, but Alistair Clarkson at the moment, uh, the favourite there to take over at North Melbourne. Uh, would you support that? I think uh, speaking to a couple of North Melbourne fans over the past few days, I think they would 0457, uh, 0457 736 or 1300-01-1170. If you want to get in contact with us this morning, football last night, uh, the festival of football went up to Townsville, uh, where Aston Villa beat Brisbane Raw 1 0. Did you watch it? Uh, again, we talked about it on Tuesday morning. I think it's just fantastic that we have these clubs in. Um, Australia going around Australia playing uh, both English Premier League sides and A-League sides. They got a goal, Aston Villa, in the 76th minute to win that game 1-0 against the Brisbane Raw up there in Townsville. So congratulations to Aston Villa, but well done to Brisbane Raw for keeping them at nil all uh, for the majority of that match. And I mentioned but just before a break, we have a new world champion, Eleanor Patterson. So the Athletics World Championship are on at the moment. The Commonwealth Games, as we know, only just a few days away, kicking off with the opening ceremony next Friday morning. As I mentioned, she won a Commonwealth Games high jump gold medal at school, uh, but then uh, there was a bit of a breakdown and a toxic coaching situation took her away from the sport for a while, but then yesterday uh, became the first Australian woman to win a world or Olympic high jump high jump title by producing a brilliant first up clearance of 2.02 metres that equaled the Australian record. She said, I'm actually honestly in disbelief. It's crazy to think I'm going to be shaking my head in disbelief for the whole week, month, year, who knows, she said. The calibre of women I was up against was brilliant and they were clearing everything first time. They were doing amazing things. So, well done to her. Patterson almost bid farewell early in the final when she had two misses at 1.98 metres, but she recovered quickly, clearing two metres at her second attempt before producing the leap of her life, uh, soaring over 2.2 metres. So there you go. She'd be very, very happy with that. She rose to fame, as I mentioned, back in 2014 as an 18-year-old with a gold medal at the Glasgow Commonwealth Games. So congratulations to our newest world champion, Eleanor Patterson, uh, athletics world champion in the high jump, high jump and the Commonwealth Games not too far away next week. So plenty on our agenda this Thursday morning. Round 19 of the NRL also kicks off tonight. We'll look at that a bit later on. The MCG looking to hike up prices. We'll talk about that and plenty more, including maybe if you're a Manly fan, Get excited. Tommy Turbo may be back this season. I'll bring you more on that. So plenty on our agenda. Bulldogs fans, Cameron Serrano, he's almost, he's getting closer to joining a club. Are you happy about that? I have heard some Bulldogs fans say they'd rather keep Mick Potter. And if you were Cameron Serrano, would you make that choice? 
to go and coach the Bulldogs. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Dolphins fans, are you happy about the fact that it looks like your coaching setup is set in stone for the next four or five years? Bennett for the next couple of years, Christian Wolf after that, and he'll be his assistant uh, over the next couple of years. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. North Melbourne, Alistair Clarkson still the favourite. Do you have another nomination? who you'd like to see coach North Melbourne if it's not going to be Alistair Clarkson. 1300 01 1170 0457 736 736. Or if you did watch Eleanor Patterson win the gold medal at the Athletics World Championships, would love to hear from you on that same number. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 or anything else in sport on this Thursday morning. We're going to take a break. We'll get to your text, your calls next. Plus, we will continue our road to the World Cup and speak to Jonathan Gallo next. This is Tradies News in a Nutshell. Yes, it is going to talk football, soccer in just a second. Continue our uh, road to the World Cup. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. A couple of texts just before that. This one from Dean saying, uh, good to see the Fremantle Dockers, Dean in Melbourne, on Friday night football. We just don't see them all that much. Although I'm going for Richmond tomorrow night, even without Dusty Martin. Thank you, Dean. And Kramer from Brisbane says, two po- in terms of Eleanor Patterson, 2.2 metres or 2.02 metres. Yeah, 2.02 metres it was, Kramer from Brisbane to win that gold medal, our newest world champion. Thank you for that. Keep them coming in 0457736736 or 1300-01-1170. Okay, uh, now let's continue our road to the World Cup. Indeed, it is our Makita power play this morning. This season, Makita is helping you rule the outdoors. And Jonathan Geller, who we actually spoke to on Tuesday, but uh, is back. And for this, is especially through SEN. 1170 a.m., SENQ693 a.m., and SEN1620 a.m. on the Gold Coast. We have been doing this for the past, well, what was it, about four or five weeks now as we build to the Football World Cup. We've looked at Group A, we've looked at Group B, time to look at Group C. Jonathan Gallo, good morning to you. Good morning, mate. Yes, looking forward to this one. Group C is a, a big group and a tough group, so uh, looking forward to uh, this little analysis of uh, both Argentina and Poland. Yeah, so we'll look at the two other teams next week in Saudi Arabia and Mexico who are in Group C. And basically the way we do it, if you're new to the show, we're going to look at two teams uh, from each pool uh, all the way through until basically the, the way I've worked this out, John, is I think by the time we get to the end of all the groups, we're only going to be about two weeks away from the World Cup. We'll see how that goes. Uh, look, let's uh, get started. Let's start with Argentina. I would dare say you would know more, but I would dare say there would probably be favourites for this group. Uh, how do you see Argentina faring in the 2022 FIFA World Cup? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Some A lot of people out there haven't really mentioned uh, Argentina as one of the favourites. I mean, in comparison to the talk about France in particular, England and even Brazil, probably the three teams that get brought up a lot when it comes to who the favourites are for this World Cup. But no one really mentions Argentina. I don't know whether people forget about Argentina or people aren't as confident about Argentina. It's, it's interesting because certainly when you look into the into the, you know recent run in the form at the moment, the qualification in the South America part of the continent, they finished second behind Brazil when yet Argentina were undefeated uh, in this qualification phase leading into the World Cup with 11 wins and six draws, and yet still managed to finish in behind Brazil. So it goes to show you how tough, obviously, their South American qualification campaign is, and obviously Brazil 
set the bar quite high. So Argentina have got, you know, some work to do, but their qualification campaign has been fantastic. They are the uh, Copa America winners in 2021 as well, beating Brazil 1-0 in the final. So largely this squad of, of Argentinian players is together leading into the World Cup. So they've got that experience and the understanding on the, on the playing field, which probably hasn't happened in previous Argentinian sides gone past in recent, recent World Cups anyway. They've been a little bit, I suppose, defensively uh, all over the place at times, a little bit disorganised, haven't quite gelled together despite having the big names on the team sheet. But uh, this time round, obviously, the main man and the five-time uh, FIFA Ballon d'Or winner, Leo Messi, leads the way. Messi's recent form at PSG hasn't been that great, albeit that he's 35 years of age now and he's been dominating uh, world football and, and for Barcelona for over 10 years uh, alongside Cristiano Ronaldo. So Messi can probably be forgiven for uh, you know probably dropping away a little bit. He doesn't obviously have the legs that he once did, but I think Argentina are going to have to rely more than Messi to get the job done in this year's World Cup if they've got any chance of winning it. Obviously, there's still got some big names around him like Dybala and Angel Di Maria as well, Leosardo Parades as well in midfield. You look at Giovanni Lacelso from Spurs, uh, Nicholas Otamendi at fullback, and uh, Emiliano Martinez, who's now touring here in Australia with Aston Villa at the moment in between the sticks. So, look, they've got an all-round fantastic side, and uh, I think when you talk about that front three of Messi, Dybala, Angel Di Maria, Martinez, there's, there's players all over the park that can score goals in, in absolute buckets, but... They need to uh, all contribute, I think, with Argentina, not just rely on Messi, which they've been a little bit guilty of in the past. I think what I saw in Copa America, Graham, the final there was fantastic. They all played as a team, and Messi didn't actually wasn't their star player. There was other players listed around him which contributed to that, that overall result. So, uh, look, Argentina are a fantastic side. I think if you look overall at their standings at the moment, you know, as I said, second in the, uh, in the World Cup qualification phase, um, they've got a tough group, there's no doubt about it, in this year's World Cup with Mexico, Poland and Saudi Arabia. But uh, you do fancy them to top out their group. It just depends on which Argentinian side does turn up. As I said in the past, they have been a little bit guilty of being a little bit uh, all over the place and disorganised, particularly defensively. So it just uh, depends on which Argentinian side turns up and hopefully they can keep their, uh, mm. their mentality on the focus onto their defence as well because they're going to need that to get through this campaign in particular and to go deep into the World Cup, you think. And it is actually, we're talking to you this morning, it's the 21st of July today, um, in four months' time, and I know it seems like it's a long way away, it will actually be the first day of the Football World Cup kicking off, uh, depending on which time zone uh, you're going to be in, uh, but here in Australia. And don't forget, by the way, SEN will have full coverage, every game covered of the Football World Cup. But, yeah, Monday, November 21, it all kicks off. So uh, just edging that little bit closer. It's probably been over a month now since the Socceroos uh, qualified for the World uh, Cup. Uh, now, these uh, uh, Group C will get underway on the Tuesday, which is November 22. Argentina's first game will be against Saudi Arabia, and we'll talk about them next week. The other team that we're going to look at today is Poland in Group C of the uh, World Cup, for the FIFA World Cup. Yeah, Poland. Uh, look, I mean, mm. you know, uh, I'll be I'll be very tempted to be uh, wearing some of the uh, the red and white of Poland. And my missus uh, is uh, is Polish, so mm. I'll try to uh, support Poland uh, in in a certain way. I think they're going to need the support all they can get. To be honest with you, I think the front man, obviously Robert Lewandowski, is leading the way here. I think Lewandowski, leading goal scorer in Europe, he's been absolutely phenomenal form in the last three or four years. I think one of the best players in world football. 
at the moment, um, he's going to be heavy reliant. He's made a recent transfer to Barcelona, joining this week to uh, to meet all his teammates there. Look, they're going to definitely have to rely on, on Lewandowski. Uh, is the question about Poland, is, is Poland overly reliant on, on Lewandowski to get them through? I think the reality is yes. I think without Lewandowski, I don't think Poland really have a chance of getting through this group stage, even though the likes of Mexico and Saudi Arabia are there. But they're really going to need to have uh, you know Lewandowski switched on and playing his best football in this year's World Cup if they want to go deep into the World Cup and have got any chance at all. Obviously, they've got some great players around him. Milik had Marseille. Is another player that Milik's form's dropped off a little bit. They're going to need him to lift his game and contribute as well. Similar to Argentina in a way where they just can't have their, their main man up front relying on all the goals and all the assists. They need other people around to lift and contribute as well. And I think they've got that in some form. Obviously, nowhere near Argentina, but Kurt Zelensky as well in midfield for, for Napoli is a, is a huge one as well. So, you know, the good thing about this, this Polish team is they've got a lot of big players now in the last four or five years have played in the top clubs in, in Italy. Now, obviously, playing a trade in Germany and, and now over in Spain. So uh, it's good to see some of these young Poles come through and really uh, develop their football in the last four or five years. It depends on how far they're going to go, really. I mean, they're, they're now third in the uh, Nations League behind Netherlands and Belgium. Uh, but, uh, look, they've, they've done a very decent campaign. They came through on a World Cup uh, grand final playoff, if you like to call it, against Sweden uh, to get to the World Cup. So they, they limped in. Literally, but they've got there in the end, and I think uh, their nation will be riding right behind them the whole way. So, look, it depends on, on obviously, um, you know, Lewandowski, a lot will rely on him, as I said, but defensively, they've been a little bit sort of disorganised at times as well, Poland, in the, in the World Cup qualifier, uh, qualification campaign. But um, I definitely do think that uh, against Mexico, against Saudi Arabia and Argentina, it's going to be a tough group for Poland. They're going to have to make sure they start their campaign well. And uh, I think they've got a chance against Mexico, definitely a chance against Saudi Arabia. Uh, but against Argentina, they're going to have to really try and grind out a, a draw, I think, would be the best result for Poland in that, in that sense. So they may get out on four points. It may come down to goal difference as well between themselves and Mexico. Uh, so, again, it's important that uh, players do lift around Lewandowski, which I, which I touched on earlier. So, yeah, it's going to be a good campaign, hopefully, for Poland. Uh, but looking forward to this group, I think it's going to be a tough group for all teams. And they play as well on that Tuesday, November 22. In fact, they play uh, the game just before the first Australia game against France. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see uh, yesterday as well. And we'll look at uh, Saudi Arabia and Mexico next week on the show, next Thursday morning on the show. Yesterday as well, Aston Villa won over Brisbane Raw. Neil, the next uh, game uh, to be played in Australia in terms of this festival of football uh, will be, uh, looks like, tomorrow night with Crystal Palace up against Leeds. United. So that is going to be uh, very, very interesting to see. As we spoke about the other day, John, I think it's great to see all these English Premier League clubs in Australia. John, thank you very much. We're getting very, very close. Only, uh, well, how many more groups do we have to go? About another thousand, it seems, uh, to get through. But we'll look at the rest of Group C. Uh, I think the World Cup could have already probably started then. We'll still be here talking about all the groups. So, uh, you know. I can guarantee you, I guarantee I I won't be. But yes, you you could be if if you would like to be. Uh, no, definitely. Uh, looking forward to... Uh, and the reason I won't be is uh, I'll be on holiday when the World Cup is on. Not that I don't love talking about football with you, John, because we will do it again next right. Thursday when we look at the other two teams in Group C. Absolutely, mate. Look forward to it. It'll be, uh, be a good one again. Thank you, mate. Uh, we will uh, talk soon. 
talk soon, mate. I'll see you soon as well. Yes, you will. Thank you, Jonathan. Gallo talking football. Yeah, it's still four months away, but four months a day, it'll be underway. It'll be closer than people think. Uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 uh, Now, boxing last night. Nikita Zhu uh, won over Ben Horn. Uh, despite heading into the fight as a massive underdog, Horn did give as good as he got against Zhu, leaving the 24-year-old bloodied before Zhu claimed a unanimous decision win. Uh, so there you go, Nikita Zhu once again uh, up over uh, Ben Horn. A close fight from all reports, but Nikita Zhu still winning. And Justin Hodges came out, uh, uh, and he was on the bill last night as well and said he's ready to fight Paul Gallen. So it got me thinking, and apparently Paul Gallen has accepted the fight. So it got me thinking, a bit of fun for you the last half an hour uh, this morning on 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170. What sports stars, current, past, would you like to see in the boxing ring? 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170. What sports stars would you like to see in the boxing ring? We've seen a lot of former rugby league and AFL players go in to the boxing ring. But what sports stars, which ones that we haven't seen before, would you like to see? And it could be someone that played AFL, NRL in the 90s. Could be a cricket. doesn't matter. What sports stars, two sports stars, would you love to see up against each other in the ring? Might try and find a prize this morning uh, for the best suggestion. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Now, the NRL round 19 it gets underway tonight. Uh, through, uh, this is through New South Wales and Queensland. We will have a full preview of the rest of the NRL round tomorrow with Charlie Goodsir, who'll join me in the studio. But uh, tonight, the Parramatta Eels taking on the Brisbane Broncos. Crucial game, actually. Uh, Parramatta in sixth position. The Broncos in fifth position. Parramatta have got their season, to some extent, back on track over the past couple of weeks. The Broncos, they've been very, very good this year, just sitting outside that top four. Both teams actually are on 24 points, along with the Melbourne Storm, who are in that top four on four and against in the storm haven't been setting the world on fire this week or this year either and this weekend play the south sydney rabbitohs um so be a chance for either of these teams to sneak back into the top four i think at Parramatta, Parramatta may just have too much for the broncos i think um but this is a real test i reckon probably more so i think a lot more people expect more from Parramatta than they do from Brisbane, and that's nothing against the Broncos. In terms of premiership credentials, I think most people at the start of the year, and probably even now, uh, think Parramatta probably should go further than Brisbane this year. But one of them are going to, is going to make probably a, quite a big premiership statement tonight with that game. Eels-Broncos tonight, 7.50 kickoff out there at Parramatta Stadium. I'm going to tip the Eels but it's going to be an interesting one. Your thoughts on that? Are you heading out there tonight if you're in Sydney or if you're in Queensland? Do you disagree? Do you think the Broncos will smash them? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 So what uh, sports stars, past or present, would you love to see come together in the boxing ring? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 to your texts, your calls in just a second. Plus, a uh, bit of news on the MCG, a bit of news about Tommy Turbo and a lot more. This is Trady's News in a nutshell.
Good to have you company on this Thursday morning. Daniel Pettigrew in the chair for listers outside of New South Wales and Queensland. Maddie Cox back with you on Monday. Jordan Canellis back with you tomorrow morning. Listers through New South Wales and Queensland. We'll have a big show with an NRL preview plus uh, Chris Perkins back in the USA with a American sports chat. Uh, however, I just said before the break boxing last night, Akita Zoo uh, over Ben Horn. What Sports stars, past or present, would you like to see in the boxing ring? Can be serious, can be a bit of fun. Quite a few texts have come through, which I'll get to in just a second. Uh, but keep those suggestions coming in over the next 15 or so minutes. I'll get to them in a sec. 0457736736. But let's go to the open line, and you can join in on the open line anytime you like. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 George from 5 Doc listing through SEN 11.70am in Sydney is on the line. Morning, mate. Yeah, good morning. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are um, you? Pretty good for this time of the morning. <laughs> yes. Um, I was basically thinking of something like a Muhammad Ali versus Mike Tyson. Mm. That that would be an awesome sort of matchup. It would be a great suggestion. Obviously, uh, both in different eras. Uh, Muhammad Ali really rated uh, the best ever, but it, I think it would be a really good fight. Oh, yeah. I'd reckon Tyson would give him a run for his money. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon. Okay, interesting, interesting. Any other suggestions, George? No, not really. No, that's all right. That's all right. Well, that's a good one to kick us off. And, and the good thing about that as well, George, is that's two boxes. Some of the texts I'm going to read here, I don't think have boxed at all in their life. But um, good suggestion, George, to kick us off. Have a good day, mate. You too, thanks. Uh, George there from 5 Dot. Keep those calls coming in. You can join George on the open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or 0457 736 736. Now, let's uh, check some of your texts on 0457 736 736. Just on the football, uh, Dean says, uh, obviously, Russia not in this year's World Cup for obvious reasons, uh, but uh, a good football team, yes, but uh, booted out of this year's World Cup. Um Jeff says, uh, and I won't read this full text, Jeff, but uh, he says Wayne Carey versus a former teammate. Uh, read that in, read into that. I think most people will understand. Thank you, <laughs> Jeff. Very good for this time of the morning. And Ash says, uh, it's a bit tongue-in-cheek, but wouldn't it be fun to see Steve, uh, Steve Waugh fight Alan Border in the boxing ring? Winner gets the Australian captaincy. Well, yes. I, I don't know who I'd back for that one either. Probably AB, I think. Um, obviously, both of them are well retired now, but it could be anyone. Uh, thank you for that text, Ash. Thank you, Jeff, as well. Uh, keep them coming in 0457 736 736 or 1300-01-1170. What sports stars, past or present, would you like to see in the boxing ring, and I will try and find a prize uh, to send out to you. 0457 736 736 1300 01 1170. Bit of news on Tom Tommy Turbo from the Manly Seagulls in just a second. But if you are running a small, uh, me, yeah, small to medium business as a builder, renovator, or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Australia's biggest Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to iCanWin.com. And you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Connect with Beaumont Tiles and enter now at iCanWin.com.au.
that is uh, that 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Um, now, another text just in relation to that call from George from Five Doc. Uh, no name to this text, but apparently saying Mike Tyson admitted uh, Muhammad Ali would cover him. Yes, I, I think uh, Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson in their prime, I think Muhammad Ali would have it over. Mike Tyson, however, no rules to this question, so it could still be, could still be quite entertaining to watch. Uh, now, a bit of news uh, surrounding uh, Tommy Turbo from the Manly Seagulls. Now, uh, Manly fans will be very happy to hear this. Now, Manly are in that difficult position where they are trying to make the top eight. They're not in the top eight at the moment. But uh, he has dropped a bombshell. He's been out for the majority of the season, but he could be back for the NRL finals and wants to tour with Australia's World Cup squad, the Rugby League World Cup uh, happening in England in a couple of months' time. An untroubled, <laughs> an untroubled rehabilitation, just saw a text there, from what was to be season-ending shoulder surgery has Dravojevic on schedule for a possible return in week two of the finals, provided Manly can push into the playoffs. Uh, my rehab has been going really well, Dravojevic told uh, the Daily Telegraph. Recovery from shoulder, shoulder surgery is always slow, but fortunately there haven't been any complications. At this stage, there's still a lot of rehab work to be done. I could be back for week two or three of the finals if Manly can get through. I would also love to go to the World Cup if Mel Meninga picks me. I definitely would. I didn't, don't expect to be picked, but I'm hoping to at least be available. Dravojevic injured his shoulder uh, in round 11, around about 10 or so weeks ago now. Well, if I'm Manly and I see that... I would be very, very hopeful that they can get up over the Dragons this weekend. They're in that sort of race for seventh and eighth, in particular eighth spot with the Roosters and the Dragons. And Manly actually have a huge couple of weeks coming up. They've got the Dragons tomorrow night, followed by the Roosters on uh, next Thursday night, I think it is. So if they can win both of those matches, they would almost cement that place in the top eight. I know a lot can happen in five or six weeks uh, after that, but to win against the Dragons and the Roosters, and probably only have the Raiders as well. We'll probably throw them into that equation. You just never know. And Tommy Turbo back. And would you have him, and, and this is an interesting one, if he does play, well, even if he doesn't play, because Manly have to do a lot to get to week two or week three of the finals. But if he's fit, do you take him to the World Cup, the Rugby League World Cup? I, I, look, I think he'd have to be in the squad, surely. Surely he'd have to be in the squad somewhere. Um I know it would be tricky because he hadn't played a game, but I don't know off by heart. I'll look at it uh, maybe in the ad break, um, what Australia's draw is in the Rugby League World Cup, but there are going to be some easier games there, you would think. So maybe he'd get a run there. I would have him in my squad, uh, even if he hadn't played a game, and maybe give him a run against maybe some of the lesser uh, known teams. No offence to them in the Rugby League World Cup. Tommy Turbo potentially coming back for Manly if they can go that far. And that is, that's the big if. I think if they can go that far, uh, that'll be uh, interesting uh, to see. But Manly fans, would you like to see him back? I think the obvious answer is yes. But would you pick him in the Rugby League World Cup if he does not play a match for Manly? 
between now and when the Rugby League World Cup starts in October in, what, two and a half months' time? 0457 736 736 1300 1170 uh, Bad news for fans that go to the MCG. They could be expected to pay more for their favourite food items with the MCG reviewing its food prices in the latest cost of living crunch. Earlier this year, the Melbourne Cricket Club confirmed the cost of popular food items would remain the same at the MCG as before the pandemic. But an MCG spokeswoman has now revealed the Melbourne Cricket Club as manager of the MCG and our hospitality department, Delaware North, are reviewing food and beverage prices in line with current supply chain challenges. Uh, so food and beverage items at the MCG, including chips and pies, cost $4.50. Soft drinks, $4.70, and a bottle of water, $3.40. So it might be going up if you are going to the MCG to watch AFL, cricket, football, uh, the odd state of origin game that's probably due to be played there. You might be paying more. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. This one from Dave in terms of the game tonight between the, Penrith, uh, between the Parramatta Eels and the Brisbane Broncos. He says, with Payne Haas back in, I feel like the Broncos may have the edge tonight. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. It's a real 50-50 game, isn't it? Really a huge 50-50 game uh, between the Parameterials and the Broncos tonight. You'll hear that uh, on SDN and on the SDN app. A stack of texts there. What I'll do is I'll take a break. I will get to them. Uh, put out the question to end the show today on the back of the boxing last night. Which two stars, sports stars, uh, would you like to see, past or present, in the boxing ring? 0457-736-736 or 1300-01-1170. There's a couple of serious ones and there's a couple of funny ones as well. I'll get to all of those texts next, so keep them coming through. 0457-736-736 or 1300-01-1170. Just before a break, weather around the country today. Sydney, top of 17 degrees and showers. Melbourne, top of 15, morning frost and sunny. Brisbane, rain increasing, a top of 19 degrees. Perth, uh, rain, wind easing, top of 19 as well. Partly cloudy in Adelaide and 17 degrees. Hobart, sunny, top of 12 degrees. Canberra, shower to a top of 13 degrees and Darwin, sunny, and a top of 31 degrees. To all your texts next, this is Tradies News in a Nutshell. It is breakfast not too far away around the country. Uh, I asked the question about 15 or 20 minutes ago, which sports task, past or present, would you like to see in the boxing ring? Uh, the text, down, text line has gone down into meltdown. A few serious ones, a few tongue-in-cheek. Uh, no name on this one, Dave Warner versus Sonny Bill. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Uh, Teen says, I'd like to see Phil Gould versus Paul Gallen in the ring and the Johns brothers. Three-way fight. Okay, interesting. Uh, Kyrgios versus McEnroe says a bestie from South uh, Meringue there in Melbourne. Thank you. That would be interesting. Probably back Kyrgios at the moment. Um, also, uh, Mark Stevens versus Mick Malthouse. Uh, an interesting one there from Jeff. Thank you for that one. And some more texts as well. Uh, this one, no name on this one. Um uh, they say, hot, uh, sorry, they say, uh, yeah, Kyrgios, this is from Ted, sorry, Kyrgios versus Sitsipas in the ring. Yeah, well, they don't like each other, do they? Uh, we saw that at Wimbledon just a couple of weeks ago. They really, really do not like that. Uh, George from Five Docs got back in touch saying, I did say Tyson would give Muhammad Ali a run for his money. He didn't say he would beat him. So uh, that is fair enough. No name to this one, and I'm going to read this out and move on very quickly. Uh, Matthew Johns and Ray Hadley. 
Uh, oh, interesting. Uh, Jason says, uh, Dan, think Paul Callan first. Jeff Fennick for our former Sporting Stars boxing match. Yes. Uh, Paul, Paul Callan's a good boxer. I wouldn't underrate him, but I think Jeff Fennick uh, would have him there. Uh, Hodge at first. Selward says, Steve. And to finish it off, Junior Smithy says, Morning, Dan. Uh, to see in the boxing ring would be uh, Chief versus Spud. Yes, that would be excellent to watch. Tomic versus Kyrgios. Yeah, well, don't they want to play a million-dollar tennis match? Well, Tomic wants to play a million-dollar tennis match. I'm not sure Nick Kyrgios is that interested in it. And lastly, uh, on the back of State of Origin last week, Matt Burton up against Dane Gagai. Uh, yeah, there have been a few suggestions about that. I think Matt Burden uh, might need a bit of training if he's going to go up against Dan Gagai in the boxing ring. Thank you for all those texts. Uh, very, very funny. And through uh, New South Wales and Queensland listeners, I will see you back here tomorrow morning from 5am for the rest of the country. Jordan Canales in the chair tomorrow and then Maddie Cox back with you on Monday. So it's been fun to keep you company over the past couple of weeks. I will see you through SCN 1170am, SCNQ 693am and 1620 Gold Coast tomorrow morning from 5am. Have a great Thursday. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.